You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Episode 32 of This Is Us 2 is brought to you by MinuteWithMary.com. Do you cry when you watch this show? I do. <laughs> and so you know what you probably need? Some dang good, you know, not just dang good, the best waterproof mascara on the planet. And ladies and gents, if you so choose, I can hook you up. All you got to do is find me on Facebook. Search the hashtag Minute with Mary. I'm a real person. Yes, this voice that you hear belongs to a person. It's me, Mary. Find me, Minute with Mary. Supposed to be making amends. Crossing names off a list. And I have, I've, I've squared things with people that I've hurt. There are a few people that I don't think I'm going to be able to square things up with, though. So I just figured... Uh, Wall's easier, you know? Yeah. You remember Dad? <clears throat> when he made his amends with us that night? He had a, a list in his hand. His notes or something, I remember that. Yeah. <sighs> you get that, Kev. We all got our stuff. What about you? What about me? Well, what are you doing? I mean, you're doing like a month's worth of repairs in a day. You're doing it all by yourself with no help from anyone. I mean, you got actor help, but basically that's like, you know, no help. Yeah. I'm almost 40 years old and I'm starting a new career. It's late, man. I feel like I'm already running out of time. Come on, we're the same age, man. Right? And don't say 40, all right? Again, actor. You ever think of yourself as an old man? Like sometimes I try, and I can't. I think it's hard to picture myself outliving Dad, you know? You got a few years before you gotta start worrying about that. It goes quick, bro. He's already been gone for 20 years. He's already been gone longer than we had him. From Cranston, Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hello, everyone, and welcome. My name's Mary Larson. My name's Blake. And I want to know, who the hell keeps a crock pot for 17 years? 
seven, especially when it's like a, a used crock pot. So you have, you have no idea how, how old this thing is. And you have to fiddle with the switch. Works, if it still works and you're a frugal person, I mean, I think about all the things that we have had for a long time. And if it still works, I use it. Fifth, 17 years. <laughs> I probably would be like, and this crock pot still works. I'd be like giving it a medal. I never ever want a crock pot in my house again. I don't. I don't want ours, one. You know what's crazy is what? ours broke, and I didn't know. And my mom was like, "Why is your chili lukewarm?" Mm-hmm. So it was like kind of warming, but right. not right. Right. Oh, I'm glad I threw it out. <laughs> Actually, you know that reminds me of the time. Remember when uh, we had an issue with our TV in our family room, and I I took out the plug, and I realized that the plug was all burned out. Yeah. And. I showed it to you and it was all melted. It was all brown and everything. I said, yeah. oh my God, like this could have been an issue. Like this could have been a, a problem. And luckily it wasn't. But yeah, it, it's kind of what it this reminds happens, me of. Man. So, um, you know, I'm going to lay this on. My wife doesn't know that this is coming. But, um, you know, just hearing um, what I what we just heard from from Randall there. Mm-hmm. I'm starting a new career when I'm, when I'm 40. Um, you know, it didn't really hit me at the time when I was watching this episode, but I had a, uh, actually, I told all of you about the a rough conversation I had with my dad um, the other day. And uh, and I feel like right now I'm, I'm 35 and I am, I'm at a crossroads with my career and what I'm doing and how I make a living. And um, I, I'm, at a, I'm at a very big crossroads right now and, and I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I'm going to do certain things. Do I make this my full-time job? Uh, do I make that change? Do I keep going with what I'm doing in my family business? Um, both have their merits and both have their problems. And I, it, and I know you as listeners sitting there saying, yeah, okay, dude, whatever. Like, you know, go pound sand. But, you know, I, it's, I'm 35 and do I start a whole new career? And do I risk the problems with my family or do I continue down the path that I'm going? And, uh, it's, it's, it's a major question and it's one that I'm, I'm dealing with on a, on a, on a very high level right now. So yeah, that actually just happened today. As a matter of fact, today, the day that I recorded this and here, if you're listening to this, hopefully, you know, tomorrow, whatever, just know that I, um, yeah, had that conversation and I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. You're so. like Randall. <laughs> well, well, we'll see. Hopefully it turns out as good. I don't, I don't know. So, Blake, break down the episode details a little bit for me. Sure. The title will was uh, That'll Be the Day, which is obviously a reference to the song that was uh Playing uh, well, the, the song well, the song that was playing throughout the episode, but uh, what the two what the two older people were, mm-hmm. were met and danced to, and all that other stuff is that'll be the day. Which a fun fact um, ends that'll be the day that song the, the the lyric actually ends and that'll be the day that I die. Yeah, that'll be the day that I die. That so mm. so actually that's a 
little fun fact there. I don't think that's a fun fact at all, Blake Larson. Well, it's fun fact in how it relates to the episode of it's This an Is interesting Us. Fact. It's, a, <laughs> it's an interesting choice. Uh, the director was Uta Breesvitz, who directed The Trip, which is a, a favorite of Mary and Blake's. And the writers, there was actually two writers on this episode. Uh, Kay Eugen, she wrote I Call Marriage and The Most Disappointed Man, and also Don Roos, so who you thought was Dunkaroos. Mm. Uh, he wrote the twenties, and I gotta say, uh, I've noticed now that Kay Oigan has, she is a story editor for uh, for This Is Us, but her two writing credits, like I said, included I Call Marriage and This Is the Most Disappointed Man, both very good episodes mm-hmm. of This Is Us. Um, I would say in the top tier of This Is Us, and I feel like this is a relative a relative step in the same direction for Kay. And again, I I probably wouldn't be surprised if we see her, you know, elevated to an actual writer of the show and not just getting a random credit here or there for season three. So I think, I think she's on her way. And I I also think she's kind of earned it um, throughout the work that she's done. So my darling, what do you got for your lemonade rating of, uh, of this is us? Um, This episode, I'm giving it a nice big 4.9. It's a solid episode. I laughed. I cried. I got to see all of the characters. And um, it's here. Mm-hmm. Death is here. It's coming. It is coming. And you can't pull an invisibility cloak. <laughs> None of the Deathly Hallows will work on this one. No. That, nope. Nope. Fire extinguisher might have. That's if they were all awake and they actually had a working... Um, fire alarm. Fire alarm. Fire detector. For me, <sighs> the uh, this is a 4.7. I think... I think if I was watching this week to week, I probably would have scored this much, much lower. Mm. But I I think there is a difference in watching it the way that we're doing it. You see, binging it the way that we're doing it, I think it's this is actually a good flowing episode. It's pacing well for what we're going up to. Right. And because you you get to see everything all at once. Mm -hmm. Um, However, if this was happening on a week-to-week basis for me, I would be very frustrated because it just feels like that they're stretching, it's stretching, it's stretching. And um, it's actually kind of funny because this approach kind of works and it doesn't work, like how it hampered the fifth wheel, uh, like we said in, in, when we were reviewing the fifth wheel. Uh, but again, like this makes the the story rich in this episode. And if it was a week to week thing, it would be a problem because they're building up to this one moment, and here's the fire. It starts, and okay, you know, uh, the end. And it feels like we're we're uh, you know, yeah, we're, you're, we're, you're, you're, the train is moving. It's picking up steam. We're reaching the the apex right, of the right. roller coaster. All right, time for the GBGs. The good, the bad, the great of this episode. My good was every single conversation that Jack had with his kids just was like amped up because we all know this is it, man. We saw that devastated shot of Rebecca in the freaking Steelers shirt. Okay, right. we know what's happening. We know it's now. It is here. We know because of the shirt placement that it is happening. So every single one of their freaking freaking relationship discussions is their last ones. And that videotape that Kate had with her dad smiling at her, Katie girl. Oh, oh peace to my heart. That was my good. Okay, my bad is when the dang fire took down their growth charts on the wall. Stop it. 
Stop it now. <laughs> I am never going to be a person who ever walks into a Bed Bath & Beyond, a Target, whatever. Certainly not a yard sale or a neighbor named George. I will not be getting a crock pot ever again. Instant pots, whatever the heck they're called. I will be buying those from here on out. Everybody, get rid of your crock pots. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Okay? <laughs> Watch out for those crock pots. And then my great... Seriously, though, I'm seriously going to have an issue if I ever buy a crock pot again, yeah, as the, I assume the, lots of listeners new are. New ones. That's it. We're only buying... If we ever get a crock pot again, it's going to be a new one. We are never buying a used crock pot. Oh, my it, gosh. It, it, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Go right? ahead. Am I great? Oh, my gosh. This, this is something... I remember... I remember people talking about, oh, this is when he's going to die. This is when he's going to die. So, Jack, the, the actual death episode... Is going to be the next one, I assume. Mm-hmm. I assume. It just has to be. It's like you can't play it out anymore. Right. And what blows my mind is that in this show, Jack dies right after the Super Bowl in 1998. Sure. And then the episode was this year, 2018. That's 20 years after. the, And it happened after the Super Bowl. Right. So that like... Look at them. Look at them just taunting everybody like, oh, you had fun watching the Super Bowl? (laughs) Watch Jack die. (laughs) So I just think that that was extraordinary planning on NBC's behalf to like have not only this extremely important episode air after the Super Bowl, just the timing of the plot. The whole thing, the planning of the the, the whole planning portion of it is is pretty spectacular. And I got to tell you, thank God we were not watching This Is Us. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> this season, the past season, because if I had to watch Jack die after the Patriots lost to the, the Super Bowl, mm. to the freaking Eagles, I I don't know what I would have done. I would have gotten my crockpot out and just left it on. You would have, yeah. You would have, <laughs> no, you would have smashed it. I would have been very upset. Uh, for me, the good was uh, the, uh, it's, a, it's a tool that a lot of writers use. It's called dramatic irony. And a lot of people actually call it the God view, which means... You see things and you know things about what's going to happen that the characters don't know what's going to happen. So we all know that Jack, we all know that the fire is coming. We know that because of Rebecca's Steelers t-shirt. We know we've been doing Puzzle Watch 2018 this whole time. But as soon as Rebecca comes out with that t-shirt, that godforsaken, sorry Steelers fans, that (laughs) godforsaken Steelers jersey t-shirt, we know this is the day. Mm-hmm. This is the day. That'll this be the is day. this is when it's going to happen. As if the title didn't give it away. So I know, right? <laughs> so when when we have all of these moments between Kate and Randall and Kevin and with with Kate yelling at Jack for taking the video or Kevin you know being crappy with his parents because you know Sophie got into NYU and he was supposed to be in the Super Bowl and not watch the Super Bowl like them. <gasps> and with Randall, with the girlfriend, and I I know you were a gentleman and the whole thing, well, I'll see, I'll see you tomorrow when you know that none of this is going to happen. And no one, especially Kevin, is not going to get the kind of resolution that he wants or thinks of when he yeah. is talking to Rebecca like, oh, I'll just talk to him tomorrow. It'll yep. be fine. Like, yep. It's going to be okay. His dad mad. You know that whole thing, the dramatic irony of all of it, I felt was 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 like the major selling point to this episode. Correct. The bad, like I said, it still kind of feels like filler for the most part until Jack's death, which is the problem with having eighteen episodes. I think the past three episodes probably could have, and more than likely should have, been edited down to at most. 
two episodes, especially this whole diversion with Randall buying the apartment building. It just feels like an odd placement in this episode with Randall doing all of these renovations and buying the buying this apartment. You're like, wait, what? And who's watching Tess? Right. <laughs> so in this is again, this is the business of of network TV. Network TV demands that you have between 15 or 22 episodes or some in some cases 24 per season. Whereas if this show was on HBO or if it were on Stars or Showtime or even even like AMC or Netflix, it would probably be between 10 and 13 episodes. Mm-hmm. And that would make sense for the story that they're trying to tell, in my opinion. I think 13 is that right, is that really good sweet spot for television shows. It can sometimes feel a little rushed. Um, I think for Outlander's case, when they had 12 this past, or 13 this past episode, this past season, rather. Yeah, it, it was rushed. It really rushed, yeah. It, it, it was rushed. But my great was the whole sequence at the end of the episode with the fire and how it was shot. It shows you how quick something as innocuous and stupid as a stupid freaking old crockpot and a misplaced towel can erupt into much bigger problems. You know, there was something terrible about this fire, yet entrancing watching that flame travel from the crockpot to the towel, up the curtains, and ruin the walls of the house that Jack built with his own hands. Yeah. Uh, that kind of that kind of imagery was striking. Yes, uh, and how how quick it happened, but how also patient it was, and uh, how emotionally affecting it could be. It stayed on that fire. It yep. let that thing just erupt. Eat and when you start household. when you start editing that in with all of the the memories mm-hmm. of this household. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very emotionally affecting piece. Totally. So, totally. Yeah, that's that's my that's my that's my great. Okay. Well, listen. So this episode had a lot, but we're not going to go crazy. We're not going to delve wicked deep and long into it. So just selfishly because I really want to go watch the next episode. I would kind of agree with you on okay? that. Okay. So, I'm just going to point out a couple of things that punched me in the stomach. Mhm. When Sophie said, "Let me remember you at 10, 17 or 20. Let me remember you when it was good." Oh. Goodbye, Sophie. Goodbye. Yep, she's she's oh. gone. She, she ain't she ain't ever come back. The quote, of course, that you played. He he's already been gone longer than we had him. It made me think about you. Has your mom been gone longer than you've had her? Oh, let's see. Um, it's close. It is very close. I think I'm only about a year or so away from that. Oh God, when that comes for people, I just my heart, my heart. Um, <laughs> the ladies watching Kevin take down the wall. <laughs> that actually made us really laugh out loud. It did. That was and how they funny. kept on coming in. And then when he got his necklace in the mail, <gasps> oh, I feel like everyone could just take a big old sigh. Right. A big right. old sigh. Right. And to know um, that he never got his letter from his dad. Kevin, first of all, never got to say he was sorry. That's why he's the most messed up of oh, them all. Definitely. Let's be real. Like mm-hmm. like Kate and Randall got to have their their last things with their dad, but Kevin didn't and he was cranky and he knew he would make things up in the morning and Jack knew may, tried to make things up anyway with right. the note that Kevin never got to see. Mm-hmm. What what quick things do you want to make sure that you mention? Uh for me, uh Oh, by the way, last episode I said uh, I said Pavlov's gun. Uh, okay. You don't introduce a 
you don't you introduce a gun in the first act without capitalizing on the third. Mm-hmm. It was not Pavlov's gun; it's Chekhov's gun. Okay, I don't know why. It's it, Pavlov is when you there's like a Pavlovian response. Like if you hear, think of oh, it's so the dog with the bell and, and food, and then the dog hears the bell and he starts drooling. <laughs> yeah, you're like, remember the Office? Yes, <laughs> with Jim and <laughs> the certs and the certs, and every yes. time you hit the button, yes, <laughs> that's a, that's a Pavlovian response. This episode actually makes me more upset at episode 117, What Now, than I was even then. Do you remember at the end of 117 when Kate says, oh, it was my fault, and you see a a drunken Jack drive off? Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? That's how it's going to end with Jack? And I get so upset about that because there's no freaking way Jack would ever die drunk driving he is he's just a better character than that his 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 uh life deserves more than that right mm-hmm. and i talked about the the, sh- the 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 house and how that is an emotionally affecting sequence and it's emotionally affecting because think about the settings in television yeah right Settings are, are are the most are probably one of the most defining characteristics of a television show. That's what makes it feel real in in everything. Like so, think of the island in Lost, or Scotland in Outlander, or the uh, the the key, uh, key West in Bloodline, or even Albuquerque in Breaking Bad. These are all unique, fruitful settings for your story. Yeah. Right. So seeing Pittsburgh is, I think, a little different, and obviously Pittsburgh is in the show, but it's it's not so different than any other suburban setting. But the difference that we have here, the real setting is their house. Mm-hmm. We see that house evolve from a rundown shack that Jack was building to a decent little home and then even remodeled into a beautiful home with the final touch of a homemade entertainment center from Jack, who's, I think, notably doing this and building the entertainment center as part of his recovery from his demons. Every time he wants to take a drink, he just grabs a hammer and builds. Oh, so good. And having the episode with Jack start like that, him doing the, the woodworking mm-hmm. was, was special. So seeing that unique setting burn to ash is extremely hard, simply because, like those other shows I mentioned before, the house, the Pearson house, mm-hmm. is another character. In this show, you you've it's true. you've grown with it. It's it, true, you know. Um, so I, I think, oh man, it's it's hard. It's hard to see that thing happen. Are, hey, are you in or out on R and B properties and the whole remodel journey? Oh my god, I am kind of in, but best got her own thing going on. I would really like to see Kevin and Randall start big three houses together. That's what I want to see. That's <laughs> what I want to see. What did you think about the whole? dog situation with Toby and Kate and Jacob Tremblay. (laughs) I feel like Kate is now facing her demons, facing her ghosts and is able to grow from it. And I'm really excited for Kate. This was a huge thing. I do need to say though, no wonder Kate always watches football now with her dad's ashes because she wasn't there. Oh yes. Right. So that's why she's like, I always need to watch with my dad because she didn't. Oh, that is good. Good stuff, right, right there. Right, so I'm like, yep, I, I'm all about this, Kate. I'm, I liked Kate a lot in this episode. I liked her growth, and then just it dawning that, like, this is why she does it. This is it. That makes total sense now. Yeah. Okay, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. 
And I, I also took um, Kevin getting the necklace almost as his amends with, yes. with his dad. Yes. I thought it was such a beautiful sequence when he is checking off all the names and you see he checks mm-hmm. off Sophie and he's, he's checked off Charlotte and the whole thing. Yep. And he turns it over and it's his dad oh. that's left. And then he got the necklace. And so incredibly good. So I, I wonder though, I mean, we're, we're going to have Jack's death coming next episode. And, and that yeah. makes sense. I mean, what does the show have in store for us? I mean, after his death, I mean, will will the momentum of the show, which has been focused around the mystery of Jack's death, I mean, finally yeah. run out? You know, it's going to be really interesting. I tell you what, I really love a lot of these characters. And obviously, we're going to be learning more about Jack and to see what happens in Mirror with these people. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I think because the cat was out of the bag that Jack's dead so early in season two that we can move on from this. I'm glad we're getting it done now. I'll be interested to see what the big puzzles, if there are any, are for season three. Right. Because, you know, there there's a difference. There, there's a difference between... You know, a hook, like we've talked about before, the hook being, oh, Jack's death. What What is it? Versus the reason for being here. Mm-hmm. And the reason for being here is hopefully the relationships between all of the rest of the characters. The yep. hook is what gets us in, but the reason for staying needs to be solid. And I wonder if actually just going ahead and, and having Jack's death doing it finally just saying okay this is it thank you very much we're moving on maybe it finally gives the show the creative freedom that it needs i'd agree you know to to go on and move move on and explore our characters outside of the anchor of jack's death but yet holding them knowing down. it and still understanding it because i because obviously his death is important is important to like yeah whole parts of these people's personalities so mm-hmm. it's important for us to get it it's it's Obviously important for us to understand how he died mm-hmm. because it's been very important for Kate. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. Now we get to kind of delve into different aspects of this family. Do you think they went a little uh, overboard with Kate and the dog? Nope. And it's not your fault and blah, 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 blah. Nope. You know? Oh my God. Nope, nope, nope. No, why not? <sighs> I just... <laughs> you just thought it was right? I just thought it was right. I feel like that's something I would do. I'd be like, I can't have you. I'm so sorry. This right. is really hard for me. I would totally have spoken to a dog. Sure. <laughs> Can't course, you picture me doing you that? Would have. Yes, I, I can picture So you I doing was it. on board with that. I'm like, I would have done the same bloody thing. All right, final thoughts for this episode, my darling. Um, No. No, you don't have nothing. No. No final thoughts. None. Okay, well, I have one. Good, bring it. There was a scene with, with Jack, um, and it's a very subtle scene, something small, and... It's just, um, I love quiet scenes. Mm -hmm. I love when the show takes its time. Like I said, it took its time with the fire. Um, When you can linger on something and let it, I I, I think of, um, you know, uh, Westworld. They allow shots to linger. Like there was a, I remember Anthony Hopkins when he's having a conversation with the with one of the ladies from Delos. They're in the middle of a, a, a dinner table conversation, and he stops in the middle of their conversation after she says something, and he just stops and looks at her mm. for ten seconds almost, mm. and just like a tense. I, I'll pause for the, for, no, for, for, for three seconds. Think of how uncomfortable that was yeah. for three seconds. 
Look so, at me. I even said no thank you because I feel so uncomfortable. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's only three seconds. What uh, I'm getting at here is there's a scene with Jack when he's uh, cleaning his kitchen and he's putting away all of the food and he's sweeping the floors and he's ta- it's after he talks to Randall and after he writes that heartbreaking note to Kevin, if I don't see you before work, we need to talk. I love you. You owe us an apology. Oh my God. It's such a great quiet scene for Jack to just tidy up his own home. It's a reminder of what really matters to Jack, which is his home, his family, making amends, helping his wife, and being a good dad. I think the real heartbreaker here, too, is something that we actually didn't really talk about last episode, which is his desire to make big three homes. That Yeah, I was just going to say, we can't forget that. That he and Rebecca sat there, talked it out. Rebecca took a moment to think and said, yeah, let's do this. We right. did do something very well together. We have run this family together. Let's do this. Right. And, and for her to make that leap and say, all right, yeah, all right, we'll do it. And then that night have the, this fire mm. happen and, and all that stuff. And what a surprise. Oh, wait. <laughs> what? Didn't she find a home? Even yeah, right, she was yeah, like she, that. Yes. Yeah. Remember she brought out the thing. She's yes. like, "Okay, I'm trying to be cute, right? Just just open it yes, up, will you?" Yes. You know, um uh she she does she does it for him and it's about to happen and it just doesn't. Um unbelievable stuff here. Um so there like like I said there's some great stuff in this episode. And then there's just like that 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 kind of like, "Okay, we're we're, we're in one spot, man, yep. where we're just we're just waiting. We're waiting to get to the big moment. And that's why if I was watching this week to week, I would have been pissed. I would have been like, three, three lemonades. Because what the hell, man? You're just prolonging it even further. And for that's what? That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. I know. It, it would have made me so, upset. Uh, you know what? I think that this is a learning opportunity for you since this is what they do. And it comes out once a week. Yes. And we will not be binging <laughs> season three. I think you're going to have to rein in those expectations because this is a long episode playing show. So you, I think, and our listeners are just going to have to say, this is what they have to do sometimes because sure. there are 18 episodes. They're going to be treading water a little bit. They're going to be stretching things out a little bit mm-hmm. and that's going to be okay. That's yep. going to be okay. All right. Puzzle watch 2018. I think this is going to be the final puzzle watch. Uh, we uh, will Jack die because of the dog. It seems to be that Jack will die because of the dog, given how Kate has responded to Audio, the new dog. Okay. Um, and we know that Kate is actually cuddling her dog uh, in the post-fire scenes, so the dog definitely makes it out. So it feels to me like Jack oh. dies. Like uh, It feels to me like Jack goes into the house to get the dog, and then he dies after the fact. Like I said, there's no way that they're having him burn up in flames. It's just, it's not going to happen. They're not going to show it, hopefully. No, it, it's just, I know. And remember, you know, also here, uh, Jack, uh, Rebecca has all of Jack's things in the in the season two premiere, okay. by the way, right? So there's, like I said, there's no way he gets burned up. Otherwise, all of those things would be burned as well. So I think he makes it up with the dog and goes to the hospital because he doesn't feel right, like the smoke or whatever. And then he ends up dying in the hospital in a fashion that stop, you wouldn't expect. Stop. 
So that's all, he, that's almost a hot can take. Can this just all be pretend and he be <laughs> fine after all and he's actually just living somewhere else? All right, my love, do you have a any, That would be weird. Do you have uh, you have a hot take of the week? I just think that Hold can, on, wait, wait, wait. Do you have a hot take of the week say yes or no? Yes. Okay, hold on. First things first. I hope Kevin and Randall create big three humps. I already said that. What? Oh my God, that's amazing. I already said it in this episode. No, you didn't. I didn't? No. I thought I was going to. You didn't. Oops. Yay, that's my hot take. That's a wicked good hot take. Thanks. That just... And that means we get to see Kevin use a sledgehammer more. (laughs) I'll tell you what. I will tell you what. Tell me. If Randall buys, obviously Randall has bought the apartment complex. If that results in them doing big three homes, I will say it has been worth it to go through (laughs) cockroaches and the apartment and the sledgehammers and all that other stuff. It would have been worth it. And then Beth doesn't have to deal with them anymore. Um, She can just show up when she needs to smack him in place. (laughs) How's, love how's Rome, scene. Caesar? Uh, I when she has that scene with Randall when he, when he's like, I know you're gonna tell me to slow my roll. I know you're gonna tell me that I've done the wrong thing. But X, Y, and Z, and she's gonna say, Yeah, well, you just gotta listen to your pod. All I could think of was my wife, mm-hmm. who tells me that I should do X, Y, and Z, and I say, no. Nah, I'm not doing that. And then of course. She's 100% proven right all the time. All the time. Like, not actually some of the time, but all the time. Yes. So, uh, that's what I was thinking of. My hot take is that Jack obviously dies next episode. There's no way that they're leaving us hanging. And they, they cannot drag it out any further. But my gut tells me, my my gut, my inner insides here tells me that with Jack's death, we're going to see a new wrinkle in the narrative storytelling from This Is Us. Because I feel like we've kind of exhausted the elementary age of the big three. No. And I feel no. like, well, let me, let me finish. And I feel like the teenage years, what we have left for the big three is the fallout of Jack's death, right? It's the funeral. It's what happens afterwards. We've already seen the 20s. Maybe we'll get a couple of 20s flashbacks. Well, let's be real. The kids are growing, so they can't stay in the elementary. We might get some cool middle school years. Yes. Well, what I'm, what I'm getting at, but like, how much are we going to get from that? Like, we, we've already explored these timelines pretty heavily. And it's getting to the point where we're having we're having diminishing returns. Okay. Like, um, <laughs> I mean, think of uh, well, I mean, well. Anyway, what I'm getting at is this: in my opinion, we're <laughs> land the plane, Helen. I like uh, that you just played me. I know, but it's just funny. In my opinion, we're <laughs> we're mainly it's ma- all those things are mainly about Jack's death. So I think there's probably a little bit more to mind there. And we also have that bit. When Randall says, I have a hard time picturing myself as an old man. Oh my gosh. If one of the three dies. Oh no, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know. I don't man. think that's going to happen. The, the show has built itself around the big three. There, there's, Are you sure no Yeah, there's no die. way. There's no way. Are you sure? No, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty positive. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if your boy, if your boy Maggie, Miggy dies, or I wouldn't be surprised if Rebecca dies. 
Rebecca will die before Maggie. But there's no way one of the big three is going to die now in this season or I think even in oh, season I don't three. want anyone else to die. So I think back to... No to, more death. So I think back to Lost when there was a point of diminishing returns with the flashbacks. Remember? And spoiler alert, there was a major narrative shift yeah. in season four of Lost. I've lost major narrative shift. So perhaps we're going to get maybe a flash forward. Okay. But uh, not like, oh, like, remember when we saw Randall with William's hat? Yeah. We're not going to, it's not going to be that kind of flash forward. I'm thinking way later on down the line. Like 20 years future. 20 years future. That's what I'm thinking. So if it's, if it's 2018 in the current timeline with the big three, maybe 2038. Or something like that. Will like, there be hoverboards? There already are, are there already hoverboards? Do they really hover? Uh, no, they don't really hover. Will there be hoverboards? Then? Or maybe, just like Lost, maybe we'll get a timeline of what if? What if Jack didn't die? Stop. Like like oh, like I Lost's can't. flash sideways. Oh my God, I can't even. Let's just, we have to hurry up and watch the show. <laughs> so, and I also have one take development too. That I, and I'm not as sold, and this is why it's in take development, okay? Okay. What if the kid that we saw at the end of number three is, remember the kid that were like, oh, we're going to find you a good home. It, it was the kid that- Oh, it, when Randall was like, maybe we'll foster a little boy. Right. What if that kid- What if that little boy- Is actually from a future flash. Like it's much later on in the future. Awesome. And so, that was our first glimpse <gasps> into the new timeline. Does he get a hoverboard? <laughs> Why are we so concerned with hoverboards? Because in Back to the Future, they said it was going to happen by 2015, and it didn't happen. It did not, no. no. Or or self-drying clothes. Yeah, that didn't none of happen the stuff either. in Back to the Future, when they actually went to the future, happened. There was no Jaws 17. I was upset by that. There was Sharknado. <laughs> Shark- now we got 17 Sharknados. <laughs> All right. All right, my let's love. Are you ready? The show. Yeah. All right, let's close it out. guys so this was the song that was playing during the fire i know i know it was and so was everyone else who's listening as we're reaching for those tissues thank god for waterproof mascara right <laughs> thank Go to you guys with mary.com shameless plug thank you for taking the time we asked for more itunes reviews and you delivered you delivered fl flip-flops says that this person loves this podcast. Longtime listener, first time reviewer. I've loved listening to Mary and Blake since I discovered OutlanderCast. I really enjoy the insight into their technical aspects of the show. I may have missed in the first watch, along with their funny banter. If you love the show, you will love this podcast. So thank you, FL Flip Flops. And just so you know, I love flip flops. Like, they're my kind of my thing. <laughs> right, Blake? Unless you, you get say? unless you get jabbed in the foot like you did the oh other day. Oh my god! Yeah, you know there should be a little warning not to walk on like sharp sticks because I cut my foot open. <laughs> oh well, thank you. But seriously, guys, it is coming. 
This Is Us is coming. And I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it on people's timelines. I'm seeing people say, I can't wait. The, the countdowns are on. Mm-hmm. Please. This brand new key art, for by by the way, for Ooh. season three of, of, of This Is Us, much better than the previous two seasons key art. Mm-hmm. Much, 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 much better. So what can people do, Blake, for us if they want to help spread the word? You can go to maryandblake.com and check us out there and all of our podcasts. You can go to maryandblake.com slash thisisus2. Also, you can check us out on Facebook. Just type in Mary and Blake or go to Twitter and type in maryandblake1. That is our Twitter handle. <laughs> what? What's true? Well, I was thinking you could take a screenshot of the podcast well, that, that you're listening that to. Share in your Facebook stories. Just give us a little shout out. Guys, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for taking the time. I know it's really weird that we're like hanging out with you when you're driving, when you're cooking, when you're working out. And it means a lot to us. We listen to podcasts too. And we know that you've chosen to listen to us over that's the radio, right. over Beyonce. <laughs> and that, that's a that's a bold choice. Hey. Listening to us two jabronis also, over Beyonce. <laughs> I appreciate it. So thank you guys so much. For now, I'm Mary. My name's Blake. And this is Us Too. Came around to blow